The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just say that worked. Can we say that worked? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. I hope. I hope. I'm, I might have to edit that one <laughs> to include the loading of the world. It was yet another Instabark from Wolfie there, and we are also recording live on Twitch once again. People were placing their bets on the Instabark. And I just decided to go with it. We're going with it. Here for episode 694 of the series. Wolfie knows. Let's, uh, let's, we got, we got a bunch of miscellany in our inventory. Uh, we could use this tree though. Indeed, episode six, 694, goodness, of Far Lands or Busts for your Wednesday, June 20th. 2018. Um, oh, that wait, that way is east. Oh, I thought that way was west. <laughs> that that's the way we came from, and this is the way we're going towards the far lands here in Minecraft Beta 173. And continuing to raise money for charity, direct relief charity, specifically this season, over at farlandsrobust.com, up to sixteen thousand. $293.61 raised for that great cause. So please head over to farlandsorbus.com if you have the means to donate. Get us closer to our $50,000 goal when we will finally press F3 to see how far we've walked during Season 7 here. This is just a, a varied, interesting landscape. Got big cliffs, got whatever this is. We got more cliffs up ahead. Got some desert. Got some big old lakes. I like it. It's a, it's a good Minecraft Beta 173 terrain gen situation we've found ourselves in here. But yeah, farlandsofbus.com. When you donate, you can ask a question as well. And I've got some questions lined up from donors. I'm looking forward to answering. But first. I was looking for some non-question thing to talk about, and a few episodes ago we talked about good news, space news, for our Juno spacecraft. Got mission extension for another three years to to fully uh, conduct all of its orbits of Jupiter. That was good news. Some not yet bad news, but potentially bad news for the Opportunity rover, not the Curiosity rover. The Curiosity rover is the most recent one that we watched land the whole Sky Crane thing. The Opportunity rover is the one that's been up there for 15 years. The Mars Exploration rovers, there was Opportunity and Spirit. Uh, Spirit, uh, a handful of years ago, got stuck in some very, very soft sand. And that mission ended. Keep in mind, the original mission profile for these rovers was 90 days. Uh, opportunity is going on 15 years. I think that's over like 3,000 Martian days or something like that. Craziness. 
these rovers, unlike Curiosity, are solar-powered. Curiosity has a uh, nuclear, it's pronounced nuclear, uh, power supply. But since it's solar-powered, it re requires sun to charge its batteries. And right now there is a global dust storm on Mars. The strongest since the early 90s, I think. That has been observed, if I'm not incorrect. And uh, with all that dust, it blocks out the sun. And the Opportunity Rover cannot charge its batteries. So since this dust storm has been going on, like well over a week, two weeks almost now that I remember starting to hear about it, Opportunity was put into pretty much its safe mode, battery saving mode. Even after 15 years, the batteries apparently still have 85% of their charge. Try to get that sort of performance out of your cell phone. Woo! Um, so yeah, the batteries are still performing. And one of the things that they have to thank, or they think, they've theorized, they have to thank for the longevity. Because they thought, oh, after 90 days, after two years, the rover's solar panels will just get blocked with dust and won't be able to charge the batteries anymore. Apparently, dust devils, little wind uh, dust devils that happen on Mars, when they inevitably get near or, or, or touch, ever so gently touch the rovers, they clean off the solar panels. <laughs> and they notice little spikes in uh, recharging capabilities when uh, little uh, windstorms blow through. Uh, but this is a bad kind of windstorm because the dust is up in the atmosphere, much like if you lived in the Pacific Northwest or, uh, you know, Western Canada last summer, the it wasn't dust, but it was, uh, um, uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Smoke! Smoke from the forest fires. The, the dust is all up in the atmosphere, blocking out the sun. So it's in a low power mode. Um, pretty much it just wakes up once a day and tries with its radio to ping Earth to say it's still alive, and we have not heard that signal in a couple weeks. It, a lot of the calculations have been going on to say that the Opportunity rover was not built to be in this battery-saving low-power mode for this long. The batteries will eventually drain, and it will not have the necessary power to send out that signal to be woken up and get back to its job, um, unfortunately. And uh, we're kind of just sitting and waiting. We're kind of just sitting and waiting to hear. So hopefully, hopefully, it has, it has well exceeded all expectations as a mission, but I follow some people who work at JPL and their entire careers so far have been on the opportunity, you know, a rover that was there when they started working at JPL, and now they are the, you know, the, the whatever, communications or the, the, the mission uh, members planning the routes, communicating, sending commands and things like that, thinking about the next place it should go. So to be all of a sudden like, oh, <laughs> my project might die because of a dust storm on a planet, millions of miles away. Uh, it's kind of 
heartbreaking a little bit. Um, also, I mean, also Curiosity, the Curiosity rover is also in a low power kind of safe mode because even though I don't think it's in it's in the the strongest part of the dust storm, it's still affected by it, and they don't want it to. Uh, you know, if 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 the rover can't see where it's going, they don't want it to to rove around. You can't do science without being able to have the visual, or you know, and you don't want all that dust up up in the moving parts. And science, it's gonna make doing science difficult if there's dust everywhere. So yeah, that's some um, that's some um, space news, and we'll certainly be keeping an eye on that. I remember, I think I was in college. Yeah, I was in college watching the updates as those rovers landed. And Opportunity was the one that got a hole in one. It landed and then rolled into a crater because they landed with the uh, little triangular airbag system where they bounced. <laughs> and Opportunity bounced. Or was it Spirit? No, it was Opportunity bounced right into a crater. A hole in one. But we will see. I think we're pretty much waiting for the dust storm to die down. And maybe, maybe, if 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 it can regain power, it'll boot back up into its system uh, recovery mode. But it doesn't seem too great at this juncture. You know what does sound great at this juncture? Segways. <laughs> uh, shirts! Huxleyan, with their donation to Direct Relief, asked, Are there any plans for updated or new Farlands or Bust Bust merchandise soon? My Farlands or Bust founded-in shirt is looking a little well-used. It's retro. It's supposed to look vintage. Uh, Funny you should say that. I just recently put the Farlands National Park design up on the T Public store. There is a link here on my Twitch page if you're watching on Twitch, but also also there is a, a, a link. There's a link in the video description below to the T Public store. And uh, in addition to the fancy indeed, the founded established going the distance Farlands or bus shirt and the uh, and now Farlands National Park. Uh, and also, since this video is going up on Wednesday, June 20th, a sale! They're on sale! They're normally 20 bucks a shirt, and they'll be 14 bucks a shirt, and all other things like mugs, bags, laptop cases, pillows, stickers, they're also on sale. So let's sleep on that sale and continue in the morning. <laughs> And I accidentally clicked shift in this. That's what that little blink was while I was sleeping. I clicked shift, and then you see into your body when you do that. Ow! Yeah, people called it in chat that I was four blocks up and was going to take fall damage. Well done. I actually, I didn't take any damage. I just made the noise. Uh, so yeah. Farlands or busts. Uh, store is on T Public now. The T Public store has been a lot easier for me to deal with than the old Spreadshirt store 
The only downside is that they only ship out of the United States. While they do ship internationally, it can be a little bit uh, price prohibitive to do so. If you're buying a $14 shirt, you're not going to spend $28 on shipping or whatever it might be if you live somewhere else other than the United States. So I do still have... Uh, I don't mention this too often, and I probably should, or put a link on the website or something. I still do have the European Spreadshirt Shop. <laughs> it's confusing, isn't it? The European Spreadshirt Shop is still Spreadshirt... Or shop dot... They changed everything at Spreadshirt, which is one of the reasons I looked elsewhere. Shop.spreadshirt.net slash... Barlands? <laughs> I'll put a link in the video description. Uh, but that is still up and available, and I have recently updated uh, and uploaded the uh, the new fancy Indeed script shirt, as well as the established in Going the Distance Farlands or Bust text shirt to that site. And I'll also uh, soon be adding the Farlands National Park shirt. Uh, you've probably seen the Farlands National Park shirt or mugs because those were a few years ago Patreon exclusive rewards. Um, I asked my patrons for permission. I asked Rosie for permission. This is Rosie's art again uh, to to turn this into a publicly available design, and so we've done that. I, I would I'd rather have people be able to have this this cool national park design than than to just have it be unused because I think it's pretty cool <laughs> I think it's pretty cool indeed and I'm waiting to get my uh, kind of examples in the mail they just shipped them to me so yeah I'm not I don't think I don't know about uh, I don't keep tabs on spreadshirt sales or anything like that they tend to use more coupons uh, T public tends to just be like eh, everything's on sale uh, spreadshirt uses coupon codes and things uh, but yeah, the, the European Spreadshirt Shop ships out of Germany, I believe. So that should be better for uh, those across the pond. Uh, if you're in Australia, I'm, I'm going to say you're probably used to it. The, the shipping stuff. Or just save your pennies. Save your, save your, save your kangaroo dollars. <laughs> oh, indeed. So thank you very... I don't know if Huxleyan was was purposefully asking me this because they knew what the answer was. <laughs> they knew that I just updated it and they wanted me to market it, or if they were genuinely curious, uh, in which case, good timing, because uh, there's genuinely new designs up. Genuinely! HD In Memoriam has a question with the donation. They ask, how big is your Minecraft screenshots folder? This is the first time this has been asked. I imagine thousands of pictures, most of them of Wolfie, in front of various dramatic sceneries. How about sharing your favorite screenshots? I do share my favorite screenshots. I tend to make those panoramics or end up making uh, pictures of the F3 monuments or usually I end up turning them into the video thumbnails. Um, But I went ahead and checked before recording the episode and my screenshots folder in the Farlands or Bust installation of Minecraft is 699 megabytes. Nice. 699 megabytes, 514 files. 514 files. So not quite the thousands you had anticipated, but also 
there is uh there the, the the date of these screenshots begins on July 30th, 2014. So actually, there is a whole nother folder because that I believe the reason that is is because that is when Minecraft created the new launcher, the new Minecraft launcher that allowed you to have multiple versions running at the same time. Because previous to that, I had a separate complete installation of Minecraft Beta 173 that I refused to update because I was playing Far Lands or Bust. Uh, so I, I, I haven't found it. I'm sure I have a backup of it somewhere. But there is another screenshots folder with stuff that, you know, that starts with the spawn cabin where I made screenshots of the spawn cabin before we left back in March 2011 that has screenshots between 2011 and 2014. Uh, but I didn't quite track that one down to see how big or how many files are in there. But yeah, uh, honestly, fewer fewer than you expect. <laughs> if I stopped to take picture uh, pictures every every five minutes, we wouldn't get very far, would we? I mean, we're not getting very far very fast anyway, but it would be even slower. In deeds. David asks, at your current pace, speaking of which, <laughs> All these questions have a theme. It's as if I was waiting to collectively, collectively answer them at the same time. At your current pace, by the time you reach the Far Lands, you will have helped raise well over one million dollars for charity. Well, hopefully, but we'll see. How does this make you feel? What would your reaction have been if someone told you about this seven years ago? Um, those sort of questions are difficult. The the what would what would you have thought if you would know that you were doing YouTube um, as a job or whatever playing video games as a job you are a video games I I can never put myself in my old shoes because they don't fit <laughs> so yeah I'm not sure what I would say I mean that that certainly would be amazing we're definitely on track to reach half a million soon. We raised over 400,000 for Child's Play Charity, seasons 1 through 6, and now we're on season 7, raised 16,000, so just another few seasons until then. And I think it didn't... Zeldathon is currently going on as well, and Zeldathon recently passed a milestone for total charity amount. I think it was like 4 million or something like that? Or maybe it was 1 million. I think it was something like four million. Over all the Zeldathons for all the charities Zeldathon raised. So yeah, I mean that's uh completely something that's even hard to grasp. It's hard to grasp over the the, the amount of time that has passed. You know, it didn't all happen at once. It was two million. Okay, I, I split the difference. Two million Zeldathon raised in total. Which is crazy in and of itself too, uh, seeing how that started out and now they have like entire halls rented out to broadcast from as opposed to like in MC's living room or wherever they held it in the past. So yeah, that's that's hard. It's hard to put a value on other than the monetary value, but it's hard to... Uh, come up with a response, a reaction, a 
sincere thoughts other than I've always contended that that's all you, that's all the Farlanders, and generations of Farlanders. There are, there are people who started with this series and donated very generously, who now have moved on and perhaps are hopefully continuing with their floating grass, floating grass. Look at you, kiss my face. <laughs> um, <laughs> woo! Um, so yeah, hopefully they've uh, they they've uh, they've taken their philanthropy and continued it throughout the rest of uh, their lives, even if they're not part of the Farlander community anymore. They're always Farlanders to us. But yeah, thank you, David, very much for your donation and uh, the good sentiments. Let's see here, small batch. Uh, small batch. Hold on a second. Let me. Do I still? Yeah. Okay. There's still another day of this episode. Let me. Let me. Uh, let me sink to the bottom of the ocean here, really quick. Let me. Let me wait till the next day to get to small batch's question because I'll be distracted and end up talking and staying up too late and get shot by a skeleton or something. And now it's just awkwardly quiet because I'm not talking about anything. Well done. Bloop. All right. Guess what? We're building the hidey hole here. Elevated hidey hole, that is. Ooh. Indeed. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And a floating grassness. I do need to consider replacing these at some points. Perhaps. Didn't I say episode 700? Yeah, we're getting close. This is enough armor to get us to there safely, right? So, Smallbatch asks, says, and asks, I like good cheap pens. Woo! <laughs> That's what I feel about your pens. Hey, hey, Wolfie, no, 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 no. Okay. That, uh, that was nearly disastrous. I mean, we hopefully would have survived that first drop, but that's disaster just next door. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh man. That's a that's a dark and bottomless pit of magical destiny almost. Hey, get away get away from Wolfie. Stand back. Spread out. I like good cheap pens, says Smallbatch. Fine or very fine point. Draw dry. It's not a very good pen if it's dry. Medium circumference and weight black pens. I have learned that some people care about pens, and some people don't. Do you like pens, Kurt? Do you? Do you? The pen is mightier than the sword. Uh, I like pens. I lost my pen. I had a good pen. Like, it wasn't a great pen. I think I got it for free. But, uh, a.k.a. I accidentally stole it from a doctor's office. <laughs> um, I had a good pen, and I was writing, like, Father's Day cards, and 
uh, birthday cards and stuff like that. And I couldn't find it. And I don't know what happened to it. And it makes me sad. It's weird, because I, I don't know that it ever left my house. I'll probably find it at some point. Um, but yeah, I like a good pen. I got a Fisher Space Pen here. My problem with the Fisher Space Pen is that it's small. Uh, it, uh, it's, it's hard to write with for long durations because it's small. Like the actual pen itself is not a full-length pen. But it's, it's, it's a normal ballpoint pen. I do like the uh, Sharpie pens. Like Sharpie makes the markers, but they also make a f extra fine point pen out of the marker material. Uh, the problem is, is that they smudge, depending on what surface you're writing on. Uh, like I used to sign the back of my credit cards with them until I realized putting them then into my wallet smears the signature. But I do like I do like those Sharpie fine point pens, and I honestly I'm looking around my desk and I don't I don't know what happened. Uh, I had a I bought like a pack of five of them at some point, like four years ago. Am I going the right way? Yes. And uh, it they're they're all gone now. I guess you know some people buy expensive pens, fountain pens. I would lose them. Similarly to eyeglasses, not eyeglasses, sunglasses. I don't own eyeglasses. Sunglasses. Sure, there's some really nice. Ray-Bans, expensive, you know, $100-plus sunglasses you could buy. But I'd constantly lose them, or sit on them, or or leave them in a restaurant, or, you know, something like that. Uh, so, better off better off getting the cheap, cheaper ones. But, yeah, a good pen is, is a good experience to have. Um, I should maybe buy a pen, like a good pen, or a pack of good pens. Like, aren't the, uh, like the basic Bic ballpoint pen, not a big fan, not a big fan, because you have to really hold it vertically so that the ball is a point <laughs> and, uh, you know, writes right. I, I tend to write as an, as, as, as an artist who is very familiar with the medium of graphite pencils, I tend to hold my writing instruments at an angle. Uh, which isn't good for ballpoint pens. It's fine for fountain or the little felt tip pens, but ballpoint pens, not great. The, I hear that weatherman, the Pilot G2 pen. Ooh, oh, they do make they do make a space pen that's retractable. I like a retractable pen, so you don't lose the cap. They do make a Fisher space pen that's retractable and has a refillable or exchangeable uh, cartridge that I've considered looking at. But, uh, yeah, maybe I should invest in a a Pilot G2. It's like a car, Pontiac. Wasn't there a Pontiac G2 or G3? I don't know there was a G5. Um, what? No. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've never, I never, uh, I think I don't think I made a habit of like good pens to have in in an, in in like an office or a desktop environment. In art, yes, I spent a lot of money on micron pens and various various hardness pencils. The 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 two Bs, 
the H's, the HB's, uh, all those sort of things. Kante crayons, <laughs> pastels, and whatnots. Um... But I don't write that often in pens, in anything. I write in blood. No, uh, yeah, no, I don't, uh, I don't journal or anything, despite owning multiple journals and notepads. <laughs> I don't write things down. Journaling, everybody, hey, that's it. Everybody's into this bullet journaling nonsense. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to dismiss an entire, like, new thing that people are really into and perhaps helps them organize their lives. But uh, it's just, it, it seems a bit obsessive and, and, and perhaps, perhaps also a bit, perhaps also a bit uh, fad-ish, these, these, uh, these bullet journals. I think people just like to draw and use graph paper is all that's up with that. So yeah, I don't, I don't do any of that. I always hear that it's a good idea to have like a dream journal because then you'll remember your dreams and then you can work towards having lucid dreams and better deeper sleep but I never do that I never do that a lot of people here apparently don't know what a bullet journal is so the uh, the virus is not swept to their part of the nation <laughs> it's like uh it's like getting things done GTD get get things done it's it's a productivity journaling method where like you organize every hour or 15 minutes of your day and your habits, habit tracking, just like there's a bunch of habit tracking apps. I'm sure there's a bullet journal app that you can bullet journal on your, your, your phone. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, if you Google it, I'm sure there are entire YouTube channels dedicated to the bullet journal blogs, vlogs, Instagrams. There, there are certainly pre-made bullet journals you can buy from moleskin or something. I don't know. Sorry, this went way off course. We were talking about pens, right? <laughs> yeah, Wolfie knows. Indeed. Speaking of bullet journals, Dravir, have you ever tried to time parts of your schedule? I had a problem, for example, with showering for too long in the morning, so I started to time myself. It helped me get a better grasp on the amount of time I spend on some activities, like showering. Seem to be a little bit obsessed about this showering. Um, no, I haven't. I also don't want to turn it into a race. <laughs> gotta use the bathroom, gotta go quick! <laughs> That's the noise it happens to make when you're trying to go to the bathroom quick. Um, So yeah, I know. I I suppose what I should do that with is in regards to like work. I know I take a long time eating breakfast, drinking coffee, dilly dallying, as they say, in the morning, getting up to do things. I have a stack of sticks. I have a stack of sticks. Let's uh. Get rid of one of those. 
But I, th I think definitely what I need... Like, even with streams, like, I should have a start time and an end time. That's where I run into trouble. Like, last night I streamed... And I streamed much later than I had anticipated, and I was unable to take Juno on a walk. Because uh, I had to eat, I had to feed Juno, and then by the time I was done with all those things, it, the sun had set and it was dark out. Which I know, I can walk my dog in the dark, but... It's, yeah, I know, it's not, not as enjoyable <laughs> for either of us. She's, Juno seems a little bit anxious walking in the dark. She's very observant of all the sounds she can hear and seems, seems to walk with a little bit more uh, awareness than when walking during the day. Indeed, I tell you what. This episode is probably going to be about 35 minutes, if I time it correctly. Because <laughs> they all are. Uh, yeah. This has been episode... 694 of Farlands of Bus. Thank you very much for joining me. Farlandsofbus.com Where you can learn more about the series, as well as donate to Direct Relief Charity. Helping us get towards our goal. And, of course, helping out the charity, first and foremost. As well as uh, links below for the t-shirt shop, where starting today, as in June 20th, Wednesday, the Tee Public is going to have a site-wide summer sale. I think it's the summer sale they're, they're marketing it as. Uh, and uh, you can check out the new uh, shirt designs on the Farlands or Bust store. And those 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 uh, commissions from those sales go go to me as as kind of you know allowing me to survive income <laughs> to make up for the uh, the non YouTube income anymore. Uh, but but yeah, th th that's mostly for you. That's mostly for you guys. I remember way back in the day, I I held out for a long time. I'm like, nobody wants Farlands or Bus shirts. Nobody wants Kurt J Mac shirts. But enough people were like, yeah, we do. We want an Indeed shirt. We want a floating block of ice shirt. The floating block of ice shirt isn't available anymore. Because the ice block is not belong to me. Shh. Shh. Secrets. But, uh, yeah, I, I set that up for uh, for you guys to check out and, and have some FLOB merchandise. Let your, your, your FLOB flag fly. Finally. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for watching this episode. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Farlands of Bust Merch... Much... Blip, 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 blip.